Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awful, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. Hey, what's going on? It is episode 147 of the Hitman Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. I could see by the looks of you that you were painting all day or doing drywall again. Or oh, I don't yeah. even know how much more. <laughs> unless you built an, built an addition or your wife comes in and just decides like after a week, like, yeah, I like that color, but I've actually got a... You know, like when, when, when Daniel would show up at Mr. Miyagi's house and he'd think he was about to get some karate training and then there would just be another note like, hey, gone fishing. <laughs> Right, you know, hey, I wake uh, up instead of coffee. There's just how, there's just a bucket of drywall, house green, uh, shingles black, be done. And then and then right. Mr. Miyagi would pull up after an eight hour day of fishing or whatever, and he would be done. Like the dude would paint an entire house by himself. Yeah, using that style of left to right. They were always one day tasks, and he always seemed to manage to figure. No, out they how were to not do one them. day tasks. They were ten day tasks. No, but I mean, he, did he in made one day. them right. one day tasks. Yeah, and there's always. Like, and was concentrating on his technique while doing it, which is, you know, a big load of crap. Even if even if, if you told a kid now, like, hey, go, uh, you know, sand at the floor, sand at the floor all day while I'm gone, that kid... He'd it, just be like, I don't want to know that karate, kid dude. being me, Yeah, he would probably, for 10 minutes, he would do it not the way he was shown, and then he would just spend the rest of the day watching YouTube and then fall asleep and then leave at lunch. So, so think about now... I, we're going to digress into this karate kid thing, but... I mean me. By today's kids, I mean myself. I think about how Mr. Miyagi, not he he knew nothing about Daniel, right? He basically was like fixing a sink, walked into the house, saw Daniel doing some karate videos on the TV and was like, oh, okay, you know, it? whatever. Yeah. And then later on, he saw he was getting beat up all the time and then sort of drops a hint like, hey, you know, I sort of teach karate. Well, I didn't know yeah. karate a little bit. Maybe we could get together on this. Mm-hmm. And, and then Daniel begs him and he teaches him karate. But short of that, like my dad would have never, there's nothing my dad ever showed me how to do one time that I, that he could then leave and be gone for the entire day and he'd come back and he'd be even near satisfied at, at the outcome. Oh, no, never, never. So, That's, I mean, this is the story of my life is my father-in-law showing me eight times, watching me do it poorly and then going, hey, you're getting it, you're getting it, like in a just... You know, shaking his head. I used to use this thing where people go like, uh, you know, my dad would show me something and I'd be like, listen, dude, I'm the kind of guy who needs, I I like to read things. I'm not, you know, I don't like necessarily, usually it's the other way around where you, people read, people read things and they're like, I need to, I need to actually be hands on. Right. I need to be shown multiple times. I yeah. think that's how most people are. I, I don't think a lot of people pick stuff up. Right I need to away. be shown. I need to have it read to me. I need to put it in an audio book. I need to fall asleep while listening to it. I need to watch it on several YouTube clips, both produced and produced or unproduced. Then I need to do it wrong a bunch of times, and then I'll be so so. Well, my, my whole point was whenever I do stuff around the house now, whether it be something that I did pick up from my dad or something that uh, you know I asked a guy at work about, and he's like, "Oh, you do this, you do this," or I get it, I find out on YouTube. I like to, if I could, be left completely alone. Like I don't want the kids even in the house if I or or in a whole other area. And no, I definitely don't my so wife. Far. I don't want my wife anywhere near me because she 
she'll come in and do the old like and and I worked construction before like in in residences mm-hmm. that people lived in where they were like standing over your shoulder and like oh uh, are you gonna be like, are you gonna get that spot or are you gonna do and and that's how my wife is you know she's like how's it coming and she'll I'll literally be holding a paint roller you know extender rod and doing the ceiling and then she'll barge through the door slam into me knock over paint you know it's it's a whole mess so I'm, i get freak out i i did a bunch of uh mudding joints and seams and what and whatnot today my wife comes in when i'm done like like a supervisor to inspect it she's done it so many times now she knows i'm gonna get mad so she's like hey do you mind if i just look because to her and, like and hey, you say like look for what what are well, you looking two for? Two sets of eyes are better than one. Like, hey, maybe I missed, well, what I had to knock down the high spots and uh-huh. then put a second coat. And so in her mind, it's just like, hey, um, you might have missed something with bad lighting or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, hey, what, you're in a right. hurry. You you hate doing this. Maybe you missed a spot. You're not good at it. So uh, I just I, I just had to, like, bite my tongue and just let her. And then to her credit, she said it was all right. You but, know. It's funny because my wife, one time in our old house, I don't remember if it was our first house when we moved in or we were moving out and painting the closets like as we were moving out or, or mm. as we were moving in, but she was like, oh, I'll help paint, you know, and, and she really th- wanted to paint. And I'm like, you know, this is something that I do. So like, yeah. go find something else that I don't want to do and, and you do that. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I'll do yep. this, you do that. Put up yep. wallpaper. I Like, I don't do that. You can do that part. That could be your area. She goes in the closet. Like, and- make me a sandwich. <laughs> She goes in the closet and she comes out like, you know, something you'd see in like a, a tropey 80s movie where she has like a roller mark over her face and her hair's all messed up. And she's like, I don't, I don't know what I am. Yeah. She's got bandanas yeah, tied. Yeah, tied exactly. <laughs> so after that, she's never, she's, you know, I've never asked her to paint again. She'll always defer to it and be like, I could, but you remember the last time, you know, and I'm, I'm surprised oh, she didn't take a picture to hold up. That's the key. That's the key. That's how you do all the things well, you don't want to do, right? I'm going to, I'm going to come back to that. I'm going to, I'm going to come, I'm going to come full circle. Mm. But I had a buddy, this is kind of interesting, he was having a baby, and his well, his wife was in the hospital, and he's like, hey, our baby's going to be born, like, tomorrow. And so my wife will be in the hospital for two days, and I need a bedroom, the, the bedroom painted. I, I put it off, I put what? it off, I put it off. Oh. And he's like, can you paint, it's like a, you know, 10 by 12 or 12 by Are 12 bedroom. And I go, all right, cool. I go, I'll do it, no problem. I, I go, you know, it's latex paint. No, Within I, two days, you're good. It's, it's not the amount of work. It's however the, the sheer negligence. He going go, on. I told him, and, and and it was understood. I was like, you know what, man, we're great friends. No, you don't have to pay me. He's like, I already got the paint. I go, sweet. I have my own tools. I have the same paint brushes I use all the time. So there's there's really no money needed. Just just buy me some food or something to yeah, eat just for paint lunch. The room. No, it is. And the other part of it was, I said, all I need you to do is paint the closet. Or you could leave it. You don't have, if you want the closet painted though, you got to do it because it. He had like a loft looking closet where there was a lot of angles in there, and I go, I can do it. You just but, didn't want to? No, I could do it. But if you want to get this thing done, I'll hit the big spots. I'll paint the entire room. I go the. I I would rather you if you're not going to pay me. I need you to help. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like if I'm doing you a solid and I'm giving up a Saturday and a Sunday or yeah. on my weekend. But he's kind of asking you to do it. He's asking me. He's saying, I'm in a, I'm in a tight spot here. I need mm-hmm. this done. And I go, yeah, no problem. Just I just knock out the closet. We could both do it. But I'll do the major stuff that everyone's going to see. You just get in there and like knock out the closet or whatever. Okay. And then he's like, well, you know, we don't we don't probably just get away without doing the closet. I go, no, you, you need to do the closet. Like you want to, you want well, this to like, be. Hey, look, I'm asking you to paint. Are you going to paint or not? If if, oh, if, if I could do the closet, I could just do the rest of the room. fit about the closet. <laughs> I mean, it, and we're not even talking about it being a big closet, but uh, 
so my whole thing is I will I will never charge a friend to do any work ever. It'll just make them. Come However, I would also. just say, hey, could you come and just tape out? Could you, you know, do do some of the stuff I don't want to do so I can rock and roll? Like if if it were me and you, I would cut all the I would cut the entire ceiling and all the walls and and, and everything. You just roll it on. and you roll yeah, it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. That's no. that, that that's how it should work. Well, that, I mean, look. You don't ask me to come and paint your house and then go, I'm going to sit back in a lawn chair while you do it for nothing. Well, that's so, the thing if, is if it's like, hey, I want to be busy. I can't paint it. Can you do it? Or is it, that wasn't hey, the case, let's though. do he, it together and nail this. No, no. He, but, but it wasn't like he's like, hey, I'm going to be out doing other things. He was going to stand there and supervise me while I painted. I was like, why don't oh, we just both paint? No. You know what I mean? If he was like, I'm going to be in the hospital holding the baby. That was the impression. No, I was no, going, no. Like, hey, I'm going to be there. I'm a doctor. I'm going to be delivering no, the no, baby no. myself. He was, he was going to stand in the doorway and watch me paint for three or four hours. No. And I was like, yeah, it's the no. stupidest thing I've ever heard. Looking good. So, yep. yeah. So that's Boy, usually. you are good at this. That's nice. When you said, hey, your wife likes to come in and supervise at the end or whatever, that's the first thing that popped in my mind. I usually try to tell my wife, like, if you are going, if you need something to do, I got, I got a list. No, think more Arlie Ermy going over how someone shined their boots or cleaned their gun. It's more that than, than come in and watch me work. She kicked your tools across the floor. <laughs> I got kind of scared down to the core of me because I'm not good at mudding. I can do it. But I'm not good at it. The, and if you, you're not good at muddy, or you're not good at floating. Uh, I'm not really good at floating. Well, here's the thing. Like, is it, like I said, patching holes is not shouldn't is, is a no, whole different thing than than mudding tape, like taping and then mudding tape. No, this and, is going over seams. Yeah, I'm not good, at, or just doing corners and whatnot. I'm not good at it because it's the more you, the people that are good at it, do a couple swipes and that's it. They're done. The more you try to fix. You put on a gob of mud and you try to smooth it over. And the more you try to fix it and knock down the high spot, the more lines you create. So the more times you try to correct your problem, the worse it looks. So I sit there. A, a good mudder will do a few swipes and he's done. I'm sitting there going over the same crap over and over making it look But don't awful. you think another big problem is the urgency in which you want to have the whole thing done? You don't wait for it to dry properly. You don't wait for it to I wish I could cure say, yeah. properly. I wish my problem was limited to that, but it's really more. I'm not I'm saying just it's limited to that, but that's it. also an issue for me. Like, I'll try to hurry up and get a blow dryer, and you know, like I told you before, like I'll, I'll oh, do, yeah, 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 I'll do things to try to because I, I want the project. I, when I set out to do a project, like I don't know if you, when you came and you saw, took the wallpaper down on the stairs, painted that, painted my front door, painted the front wall of the house, painted the living room, dining room yesterday, and then that wall here where the coming down the stairs. With the uh, you know, yeah, so you're doing on. a lot too. But I, I I did that all yesterday before three o'clock from like what? ten to three. Jesus. God. And so, but I was like, it, it, oh, this is the best. So we can talk about our wives helping us. We're talking about on Saturday. Where's everybody at? They were here, and, and I was like screaming at the top. I like, well, stay downstairs. Go in the basement. Yeah, Get out of my. Nah, nah. I, I just put my headphones on. I listened to like seven podcasts straight through, but. I got to a point, and I don't know how your wife is about this, but I had to use on the stairs because, so I have, when you come in, it goes up and it goes down, and I had to paint the upstairs ceiling, so I had to get a ladder out, extender Mm. ladder. And unfortunately, because I don't have scaffolding, um, the ladder's at a bad angle. It's like a 19-degree angle. You're climbing straight up. Yeah, Yeah. And, you know, getting up to the top, depending, you know, my, you have to really balance yourself. 
So you have like a painter's bucket with a hook on it that you're trying to, you know, mm-hmm. I'm carrying paint up there with me. So I tell my wife, Terrible. I go, hey, I just need you to, to hold the base of the ladder the whole time. It's just like when I was telling you we were driving and she's screaming. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to throw up. You got to come down right now. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to puke. Calling just stop. every religious just stop right now. Ever. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I go, what's not worth it? It's not worth it. I, I'm going to throw up. You got to come down. This is. I'm shaking. I'm sweating. I'm, I'm, I'm physically ill right now. And I'm like... <laughs> Dude, can you please be quiet? Can you just take a? Can you just tape the paintbrush to a back of a broomstick? Can you? You? You're, you're very good. You have a sharp. You, you. You're good at cutting in. You, <laughs> she's like she's just rushing down her symptoms. Oh my god! I, it's one one. I'm almost creeping to one two right now. I'm feeling nauseous. I'm feeling nauseous. I'm about I, to have I, stroke I symptoms. Areas. <laughs> I'm, I'm stroking out right now. But my whole thing was like, I'm up at the top. I'm extending myself because I don't want to go up. It's a real crappy extending ladder. I don't want to go up that extra rung because I'm like, at any minute, this thing is probably not rated for my weight. And I'm thinking, it's going to snap in half. You have like extender rod or you did, but you yeah, just yeah. needed both. Why well, like, had to man. cut it in with a brush though. It wasn't uh, like, I didn't have to roll. Totally. I had Because I have. Yeah, okay. And, yeah. Any, if you have walls that are the same same color as your ceiling, it's Bush League. You got to go with the white, yeah, in it, right? Yeah, so yeah. I didn't trust in myself. I have a uh, a brush, a thing that goes on the end of my extender roll that holds my brush. And it, you can tilt your brush at different angles. And so it's like extender for a hand brush. Yeah, Ooh. I'll show it to you later. But whoa, I didn't whoa. know. I was like, you know, I'm good, but I, I haven't I haven't done it in a long, long time since I used to do it professionally. So it's been a while. That's, and I was like, I'll just use a ladder. Yeah. So as I'm doing it, she's shaking. I then I, I I look down to yell at her, and I I paint the wall with the ceiling color. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So I got down off it. I'm covered oh. in sweat because she's yelling. I'm trying to extend myself. I put the brush extender on there, and I was I was able to cut a perfect line from twenty feet. Okay, yeah, with the extender brush. Yeah, I got to on both this. the ceiling and the wall. That I'll show impressive. it to you. Um, but I was like, why are you you're holding a ladder? There's no stress here for you. I don't understand what the problem is. Just, like just you're not there. up on the ladder with the paintbrush, extending yourself, no. trying to balance yourself. And that's why I'm like, it's always about her, no matter what. Always. <laughs> I like, just, oh, I'm so scared. I was so scared. You should have heard it. My daughter started crying. I was like, you're going to fall. And, and I thought to my, I, I, so I got off the ladder and I said to my wife, I said, what's really the issue here? You envision yourself taking care of me, wiping my butt, yeah. you know, turning me over so I don't get bed sores for the rest of our marriage. She goes, oh, you'd go to a home. There's no way I would do any of that stuff. And I'm like, right away. again, you're a nurse. I'm married yeah. to you. No, absolutely no. Yeah, but that would that would that would be that would that would kill the romance. If Listen, she had to at that point, butt. there is no more romance. Well, it's just yeah, but that's what. Oh, I Oh, so you're with. telling me if I was in a nursing home, there would still be romance? Yes. Okay. Yes, but not if she wipes your butt. Oh, gotcha. I mean, that would. And I understand that because in my mind, my thing is I don't want to wipe her butt either. For no, sure. No, my my wife says that all the time to her dad. Every time they get into an argument, she's always like, "Don't you want me to wipe your ass later when you get old?" You got, I don't know how many years you got left, but pretty soon it's going to start going downhill and you're going to want me there. She always holds that over his head, which is an awful thing to do yeah, when someone's already no. done that to you as a child. It's just, it's different though. It's way it's different. different. It's way yeah, different. It's different to ripe a child's butt. It's ne- no. dude. It's never, cause then you don't, it's he, never going to happen. He's got old, like, he's got old balls and, oh, well they're not new balls. <laughs> they're not, young balls. well dude, it's never, ever gonna, it's, I, I don't, I can't imagine a scenario where I would be. A loving enough family member to where I would do that for anybody ever. You know what? You might surprise yourself, dude. My kids are bored. I my kids are borderline now. Dad. I'm like, you better lock it up and figure out how to do it because it's crunch time. When my dad was sick, there were there were times where like I had to help him out. Um, I didn't have to wipe his butt, but there were there were there were times where, you know, I was just like, well, for one thing, you to see your dad is like anything but 
you know what I mean? To be that weak, yeah. it's it's devastating. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like he doesn't want you to have to help him. It's embarrassing for him. Right. It's, it's, it's embarrassing it's for you. For everyone. You do what you got to do. Yeah, you'd surprise I, I, yourself. I, suppose, I think you'd surprise yourself. Well, you know, you do the same thing when you have kids. You go like, oh, like, you know, you like just close your eyes. Like, I'll never you... change diaper. I'll never do like a lot of things you say you won't do. You know what I mean? Well, you close your eyes and you poke around and then they'll tell you by the sound of their voice. You could hear if you're in the oh. right area or not. Oh, you just said close your eyes and poke. OK, yeah, I guess. I guess <laughs> you just have to just go by their reaction solely. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I guess. If and when. Well, it's funny because I was never, my dad was very modest. I'm very modest. I was never one of those people. And I, I could, my mom would probably say this is not the truth. Maybe when I was like two, my dad would like, you know, maybe I, my dad washed me in the shower when, but I guarantee was as soon as, as soon as my dad felt that I was conscious of what was going on, that, that was out the yeah. door. I still know people to this day who like their wife will hand them over their, you know, seven year old kid and the dad will be in the shower or six year old or whatever. And I'm like, nah, I don't I do always that. thought that was weird too, the showering with your kid thing. If you're a dad, it's super weird if you're a dad. Yeah, females can get away with it. Why though? Because of the absence of the dong. That's, that's 100%. That's the whole reason. That's, 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 the, that's all the reason. I mean, Sarah Silverman even talks about it in her, one of her stand-up acts about how she would shower with her mom and the water would come down and it would end up like on her after going right. off of her mom. And uh, and you you reverse the roles like you can yeah, imagine no, a gotcha. dude doing a stand-up bit where it's like, oh yeah, I would just get the end of the, the water and it would just end up on me, you know, post dong water. Yeah, that's, that's like an awful. elephant in the rain. I think when my kids were really really like you said before, and he was conscious of. Of anything that's going on, but now that when once you're able to like identify body parts, nah, you got you got to get it. If yeah, if your son's standing up and peeing himself, it's like yeah, no, that's yeah. how do you not make that weird? No. There's no un, no, and you can't. Un- but I I could tell, and I told you before, I've seen un, un- unfortunately my buddy's dad's naked uh, <laughs> at the gym or whatever. At, and, oh, at Omni, and, yeah, not at Omni, but at a gym, and uh, but I've never run across my dad naked. Ever, no, you know until like I said until he was later on in life. Oh yeah, no, it never occurred for me ever the whole time. I, I made it my whole career of my dad. And I almost, I guarantee, we both wiped our heads at that. Oh <laughs> no, dude! Yeah. Once I moved out, he was like, "Hey, I'm, I'm, I, I made it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Success. You make a good point where it's like, well, it's not really weird for the mom, but it is for the. I mean, I guess you think about it and it's like, well, the mom's like, well, I had the kid. Like, you know, so for me, it's not weird because I'm the mom and I that, gave birth to this baby. Yes. And, and, uh, but there is, there's no talking points with a, with a woman. Maybe, maybe a little boy goes like, Hey, where's your, I, uh, and then they all laugh and have a great time. But when, you know, if it's a little boy and he's, you know, I, I, I there's just not a lot of awful stories that are related to women and young kids. And there's a billion creepy ice cream truck gross stories and even though it's your it's still well think about it if your kids in nursery school or preschool or whatever and they're like oh you know how kids just utter they say whatever and they're like mm-hmm. oh you know i took a, i took a shower with mommy the other day no no one finds that strange right you know right but if somebody said i saw my dad's wiener it's like right. well, what are the what unordered context yeah you know, immediately. We, 
we're gonna need you to have you step out of class. Yeah, we need to talk to you privately. Immediately, they pull out the fake doll or the little doll, and they show like, yeah, would you? Because think about it: all adults that are our age and older probably never had that experience. So, like nowadays, with all these, you know, uh, you know, the hipster dads, they're probably showering with their kids for yeah. longer, and and you they know, tie up their man bun, and they're like, let's do this. Well, thing. they they have those those breastfeeding things for dudes that what? you could strap on, and they're like fake breasts, so you can your child can feel close to you. They're like, you know. Wow. Yeah, you've never seen those? It's, no. Yeah. Please go on. E, 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 well, I mean, they're like, you know, they're just like fake. They're like man's ears or bros? Yeah, but they have like milk in them. So a baby can, you can nurse your baby. Dude, for what the hell purpose? Dudes are weird now. So you can also get the idea of the baby knowing that it, you can nurture it as well. So you know what it's like to breast. Not so you, you, so the baby can get the same thing from its mom. So it can feel the same connection from mom. You know what I mean? I that's mean, what yes, it's, I know what you mean, but that's yeah, yeah. It's a whole nother world. I guess I finally am starting to see the lines where I will draw. <laughs> like I'm starting to see that. Like here's the line in the sand. I, I, I I'll, I'll, I'll go with you on a lot of things. Well, you're not going with me on this because I'm with you on this. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess I you're mean, saying I'll go with people. I'll go with culture when things change. No, you know what I mean? No. But I had this talk with my brother yesterday. You're coming over. I know it. No, slowly um, but surely. No, it's just that it's with with. I'm pretty sure I talked about this on my podcast, or the one I did by myself, too. I'm like, wait, like, you have your own podcast now? Yeah, yeah it's just me uh, doing 30-second <laughs> thoughts and then switching every 30 <laughs> seconds. It's called the 30-second podcast. Um, but we were talking about how I had I had explained to my niece, she was talking on Twitter or something about, you know, it's 2017, like, like, like get with it, something about, to the effect of racism. Like, I can't believe all these old people still think this and that. And I was like, you got to understand, it, it takes... Each generation, it dissipates a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, whereas my, I don't know if I Well, you need 20 years of a dad before, but. not teaching his child to be racist for a whole generation. And then the next generation may have a chance. Well, like my dad's dad probably didn't see a lot of black people ever. Just they probably didn't come up that often. And so it was weird. So by the time I got to my dad, he was around more people that look, didn't look like him. Um, but if people still told jokes, he probably still laughed at him or was probably like, eh, he didn't like, he wouldn't, he wouldn't get all. Of course he did not. He wouldn't know, but I'm saying like my dad in, you know, sixties and seventies probably wouldn't have been like, Hey, that's totally inappropriate. You guys stop right now. This is a safe space. You know, but he was probably like, only if he wanted to lose his teeth, <laughs> but I'm saying like, by the time it got to me, it's like, okay, I'm around all kinds of different people. Um, I don't have any of that weirdness. And by the time it gets to like my niece, it's always been normal. It's always, you know, it's. So it just takes time. Each generation, things change a little bit. That's what people don't understand when they get so upset and they go like, "Like, it's like, how are we not past this?" It's like you are, and but but other people are not yet. You got yeah, we don't. Well, evolution Some dinosaurs got to die off. Before. Evolution doesn't work in the way that like all animals evolve at the or even animals of the same species evolve at the same. It's not one rate. collective mind where we all work on racism. Or, or, right. And the, I just use racism as one thing. I'm saying as far as draw a line in the sand as far as the culture thing because my kid will probably be like what a guy wearing a weird man's ear thing with milk and it's like you know dude there's a lot people, of people still listening to rave music <laughs> oh i know my buddy crawl <laughs> always constantly yeah he still wears a hat where he sort of looks like a strange captain in tenille and he's got a shirt with like flaming hundred dollar bills on it it was the same night that me and carl were going to that Louis C.K. show where we got ripped off. Hold on a second. Is it Crawl or Carl? You keep Sorry, going back and Carl. forth. Well, it's Carl, but we call him Carl. Gotcha. So I, I will sometimes flip back and forth as I know to do. 
Carl comes from in from out of town, and he's known for he get, goes to like the River Oaks Mall and finds the most wild, loud outfits he can get. He's, the man alive. He just whatever they're called. I don't know. I don't know what they're called. Where, where do you go where you get like shoes that you wear once and throw away? That's why my wife used to work at the Man Alive at, at South Lake Mall. <laughs> okay, yeah, they had like, like felt that. hats, like these big. Uh, yeah, you know. it's like they almost like it's like it's not quite a costume, mm-hmm. but it sort of is a costume. Well, Carl comes in from from out of town. We're going to Louis C.K. and he's dressed like Jamiroquai. Dude, dude, exactly, exactly. <laughs> he he looks like the guy who got like tossed out of the Funkadelic for being too wild. <laughs> so he shows up. And uh, we're getting ready to go, and I don't, do, I don't know, I don't know how to dress, right? I've gone over this, so I just had like cargo pants and a shirt or something. And I said, "Let's go," and <laughs> I thought he was kidding. He looks at me because I, I don't know, like a plain. I think he had like a flannel shirt and cargo pants and chucks, and he goes, "Dude, are you seriously wearing that? Are you gonna wear that?" And I was like, "Ah, yeah." No, just... I brought a backpack with my change of clothes. <laughs> I thought he was kidding because he was wearing a right. hat that looked like a sailor. He's hat. all flossed out. It had like gold ropes on it. I'm serious. It was. He had a uh, an outer shirt with a bunch of crying emojis and pot leaves all over it or something like that, and I thought he was joking, like, like um, you're gonna wear that outfit, meaning like it was funny what he was wearing, sort of like throwing it on me, and then I was like, yeah, yeah, all right, got my my crazy outfit, and then it was like like four seconds of silence. He's like, no, I'm serious. We're going to the city, dude. You're gonna wear that, and <laughs> I couldn't believe it because of the way he was the way his getup was, but to him, he's like. Dude, we're going to the city. Like, you got to liven it up a little bit. He's going, yo, you look like a boring-ass suburban dude, which he was right. But I was like, there's got to be some middle ground between yeah. what I'm doing and what you're doing. But it was super fun. Well, it, it's funny you, know how that you bring that up because call. I had, uh, you know, I think a week or two ago, I went to the daddy-daughter dance. Well, this week was the other main event of the year, which is dad's night at preschool. So this will be the last one before my, my kid actually goes to kindergarten. Okay. So, you know, it's like a thing where they bring you in, the kids sing a bunch of songs in the beginning for the dads that they've, you know, for each season they had it like the school taught them a different song. So they Mm. do like a little, you know, little singing session. Nice. And then they have like a uh, gymnasium area where there's like a bunch of games, like at one station you get a picture with your dad, another station you you make a picture frame and then they put that picture in there, you know, you put stickers on it and do all this other stuff. serious preschool, man. So, uh... I, I had, if you saw on Twitter, this is, and I know people are going to be like, well, you know what I mean? This guy, you just can't stop judging people. But <laughs> I would rather be dead right, than still. for my dad to show up in a sweatsuit. And especially if he's got an apple body or a pear body. Or, you know, are we talking it, tapered leg like I, I wear now? I'm talking like the if, you, if you're going to wear a sweatsuit, you just, well, first of all, you shouldn't. But you can't wear one. You know you the don't one mean where like, like like Goodfellas like tracksuit. That's a tracksuit. You, you that's like different. Those. Yeah, okay. tracksuit's different. I'm not, that's like um, what do you call that? Like nylon or silk or I'm not talking about that. Like a tracksuit yes. or like warm up clothes. I'm talking about sweat. Like when I'm like a sweatshirt, a hooded sweatshirt material. Oh. A sweat sweats. Nah. Like the kind you were wearing around the house that you're talking about. But but this nah, guy, it, it, you nice. know, some people, I, I thought about this argument and I thought people were going to say, well, you know, uh, the da- at least the dad showed up. Maybe he come from work. Maybe he works at the steel mill. And That's that argument. It was just, I was like, come on, man. Really? If you're going to show up, do it right. But the show dude up. had like, he had like no, and again, he had no like butt. So his, they were like sagging down. Then he had a beer belly. He was like six three. Hey, when Dad showed up, no weir- butts. Just the weirdest body on this guy, and I, I, I'm not trying to body shame him, but I'm like, uh-huh. when, it, you can't wear form fit like sweat. First of all, sweatpants are for people that are athletic. That's what the meant. That's what they're meant for. Yeah, right. 
they're meant for you to pull up over your like if you're gonna go play basketball at the gym you throw your sweats on so then you can go to the gym mobility in them well then you can go to the gym take your your sweats off and you're wearing your shorts underneath your basketball shirt it's just so you can get out of the car to the gym or if you're running outside running outside streets of philadelphia yeah but they're not for you you shouldn't have a going out sweatsuit no I mean, my no, mom no. had my mom used to rock this stuff in the in the eighties, and then she went to the nylon not not the mafia jumpsuit, but the one with the bedazzles on it. You know, just it was like be, turquoise. One hundred percent clear. You're talking about like the cheapest, crappiest kind of sweatpants. By right? Hanes. Yeah, yeah, just like, or, or or champion or what you know, what whatever the okay. you know. Yeah. But I'm talking about the. It was like gray. It it, it looked like it was spruced up, but but the the guy. I, I hate, I hate, I hate the fact, you know what? The guy did show up for his kid. He was there for his kid, but I'm thinking probably, I don't know, man. What I remember my dad always wore. Why is you know, it you, if, if the guy showed up, like, I don't understand that argument. I, well, cause I, I think people are going to be like, well, hey, you know what? Some people aren't even going to, you know, some dads don't even bother showing up. I mean, this guy, you know, you don't know what his story is, but he, but he, he showed up for his kid and he came to dad's I know his story doesn't night. involve non-flexible clothing ever. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I was just trying to give my, give that opposite argument where I sort of felt like, Hey, at least this guy showed up because there are at dad's night you look around so maybe there's like 60 dads here 40 40 dads maybe yes it's good he showed up and you look around and first of all we've talked about this before where everybody has their cell phone camera up like everyone all the kids are singing it's like you're not going to go back and watch it no so i took a snap, i took a snapchat mode. video and i sent it to my wife and i go okay there'll be mom's night so i'm not taking she's like send me tons of pictures i go no i'm not going to carry no. around my camera and waste the memories of me looking through a camera you know what I mean? So yes. I just said I'm not doing that. Yes. Try to try to maybe even keep some of it in your brain. But so there's all these little stations that you go around and you're supposed to do hands on things, whether it be make a picture frame or make a visor or, you know, whatever. There's you have to hit all and you mark them off, all the stations. And the kids get little prizes at each one. And I look around and there's dads that know each other from baseball because they have sons that are a couple years old and, and they pair off and then the little kids are running around doing their own thing. Oh, just like the and, daddy daughter dance. And I, I, I basically walked up and, you know, I give people that if I know them, hey, what's up? And I move on by. Like, I'm here. This is the one hour because it's an hour long that you have to spend okay. with your kid. Yeah, that's what it's and, for. And so that's where I go. Like, this is where I, I'm better than how my dad was. Mm-hmm. It just it, He just wouldn't have. They wouldn't have had a daddy night. It right. just wouldn't have existed. Now, I'm hoping he would have went if, or if that did, situation. He would have been the first generation. It would have been uncomfortable or something. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and yeah. My, I don't remember my dad knowing any of my buddy's dads ever, ever. Like, there was never mm. a time. Like, he knew who my buddy, my best friend Paul, like, he knew who his dad was. His dad worked at the steel mill. My dad was a mechanic. They maybe saw each other in passing. Like, if he mm. dropped me off at my buddy's house. No, they did not know anything about each other. They wanted nothing to know. They didn't want to know anything about it. Just they did their own thing. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, you go and all the dads, because dads are room moms and dads are, you know, all this other stuff. These dads have relationships. Like, I know a bunch of my kids' friends' fathers, and these are not people you wouldn't, you know, necessarily always be friendly with. You wouldn't choose them as your friends, but because your kids are friends, that's how moms used to get well, it's together. It's okay to like say hi, know who they are, know what's yeah, up. Yeah, but dude, you got to keep on going down the road because you know. Well, this but is in your... your scenario, you're there for a purpose, and your kids arguably excited to have you there and all that. So you're gonna really spend the time. But your kid will also happily go trotting off with another little girl, 
and then afterwards be like, oh, yeah, you know what? We probably should have spent more time. You know what I mean? In, in, in the moment. What are you going to talk to the guy about? But sports I'm like, or something? But I don't. See, and that's yeah, why I. Mean, what would you? Well, you know me. I'm not that friendly. So I just keep <laughs> right, on moving right. down the road. I see people. You're like, don't you hate it when customer service isn't adequate? <laughs> Uh, so uh, th- beyond that, so I was, I was transfixed on this guy with the sweatsuit the whole time. In fact, I was going to take out my camera to take a snap of this guy no, just to send to my photos, wife. Like, this is awful. Of that. This is just, this is insensitive on this guy's part. But then I saw another dad with the indoor beanie and the long goatee, like the, the Captain Lou Albano, but not in the rubber bands. And again, I'm thinking, well, sweatpants dad's not that guy at least. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember in my when I had my son, I was twenty nine, like between twenty nine and thirty one. It's when I got most of my my tattoos either covered up or redone. So now I have like a, a sleeve on one arm and a half sleeve on another uh-huh. arm. And I, if I could go back in time, I would get rid of all my tattoos for this reason because I kind of feel like I would too. I I, I go around and you know people are gonna say maybe five years ago people probably would have been more angry with me or been like that's stupid you know what's tattoo doesn't just define the person yeah it does yeah it does a little bit a little bit nowadays we're like hey if you got a neck tattoo that just means uh, you're telling the world you only want to wash dishes all of it all of it's nonsense it's all nonsense to me I have a lot of friends that like tattoos I have a lot of friends that give tattoos that's great yeah for me. Right. It's useless, it's unnecessary, and I wish I could go back and not have any tattoos because mm-hmm. whether I'm at the temple, whether I'm at a school event, whether I'm at work, I just like, man, I, I, I you know, I, I at the time I was like, oh, people even told me, they're like, well, why you got all these Japanese tattoos? You're not Japanese and this and that. Well, it's the stuff I like. You like it now. Yes, you liked it then. Right, and, and, and the funny thing is, you see all these memes with like an eighty-year-old lady bent over, and she's got a butterfly on the small of her back or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's reality. Yeah, twenty years from now, that's yeah. that's starting I mean, to be a major reality. Well, it's really difficult to picture stuff down the road. You know, what I mean, it's hard to not envision things right now. Yeah, but you know what? I had an, I have a great uncle who's a, he was a sailor, and uh, he's got like an anchor, and he's old, and he's a farmer, and his skin's pretty beat up, looks badass. Still looks cool. If you're if you have one of those old school sailor tattoos, you know yeah. that you got in the 30s or 40s or right. something like that, and you look you look weathered as weathered as your tattoo, it's like yeah, all right. But yeah. when you have the full Japanese yakuza <laughs> sleeve, or you have right, right. like you know whatever a transformer, or you know any of this stuff, it's that's like true. that's not going to hold up, man. It's not. So th- I guess then the question is just you have to weigh the importance of how great is it going to feel to have those at the moment and feel really badass and like the like I guess what I'm saying is how important is it to feel great in your youth you know versus this will look weird later and how much does that matter you got to ask those guys who have the earlobe extenders really yeah yeah you got to go like I are well I guess the answer for them is like it's very important to do this right now it's super important to have the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man temp, you know, on my right temple because later on I may not love it as much. Well, as far as I know, in order to have like full transgender surgery, you have to they, they require you to do counseling and make sure that this is the decision that you're not making in haste. Mm-hmm. And I sort of feel like maybe there should be a grace period for tattooing. I was just saying that the other day. I was really? Just, I forget, yeah, no, I forget who I was talking to, but I said, maybe it was just the wife, but I said, they should have a six-month to a year waiting period. Just go, listen, 
No problem. Do you need the Juggalo emblem? Is that really something that's going to... Just come back in a year if you still want uh, the Mickey's Big Mouth B on your neck. No problem. I'll give you two of them. <laughs> but you have to... Just think about it for a minute. Right. Now, now Big Tattoo's going to get involved. They're, they're obviously going to fight legislation on this because I would push it forward. I would make it law. But, um, yeah, there should be a waiting period because I... I gear, I wouldn't have pro- I I probably would have gotten one of my tattoos. I would have gotten two of my tattoos with a waiting period. Uh this whole arm right here? Nah. I mean, I dude, I like astronomy. I'm into planets and stuff, but not enough to put random ones all over my arms. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh I got a I have my wife's name tattooed on my chest. And uh that's bold. After sir. I got and after I got it, the guy who gave me the tattoo, somebody else came in. What kind of lettering? Uh cursive. Okay. What some other some other guy came in was talking to him, and they said, "Hey, uh, did you show this guy your tattoo?" And he over the weekend had gotten snap, crackle, and pop tattooed on his back. And I'm like, I should have been able. In this guy's portfolio, it should have also shown me the tattoos he has on his body. <laughs> I, I don't know if I ever told you this story. And people, I know, I think on the the episode I had Chencho on uh years ago me and my my buddy were were hard up to get a tattoo and and uh we actually went to uh when Chencho worked he's a big name tattoo artist in this yeah. area when he worked in Cal City at the Roy Boys in Cal City we're like hey you know that's where Chencho's at so let's he go He did my arm when he was at Bugaboo. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He he did mine when I was at Bugaboo too or when he was at Bugaboo. Mm. But anyway, so we went over there and my buddy's like hey I want uh I don't know it was like a misfit skull or something a social distortion skeleton or something like that. And Chencho threw him a price, and my buddy's like, eh, I don't know. So we found, at the, at the Cal City Roy Boys, we found a, a a card, a business card. And it was for this guy. I don't want to say his name, but anyway, we looked at it, and it said, this guy's name, Tattooing and Taxidermy. And he's like, oh, let's call this guy up. So on a whim, we went to the, and it, it was out of his house. Well, we, we didn't know it was out of his house at the time. We called the guy's wife, answered, and he's like, she's like, yeah, you can come in, get a consultation, whatever. When do you want to come? And we're like, I don't know. And she's like, well, he's available now. And it was like Tinley or, or, you know, somewhere out that way. We went to this guy's house. It was in his basement. And as we walked down the stairs, he's got his own, like, tattoo parlor. You know, like your wife has a haircutting area. Yeah, yeah. All iron crosses, swastikas, Viking stuff what? all over the walls. And we were stuck. And taxidermy. And so we were stuck. He does tattooing and taxidermy. He, no, so no regard for anyone's skin, animal or no, or a human. No, I'm sure he probably made some lampshade skin things. <laughs> it too. sounds like it, but or wanted to. And I I remember telling my my buddy who was with me, don't even make a joke at my expense. Because that's the kind of stuff my buddy would uh, do. Like, hey, this uh, is not uh, the time uh, and place. I couldn't get out of this. I was like. I walked into this dungeon and I was just like, now what are we going to talk? Because right away we made the decision we're not getting tattooed by this guy. So now right. he's like, so what can I do for like, you? Don't you know, make do, a joke. Yeah. Don't make a joke. Check through the books. Check through the books. And we're like, yeah, you know, we're good. We yeah, see, we just... see the pop you, you know, flash you got on the wall. Uh-huh. We're, we're fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, nice but we didn't want to also just leave because, you know, then he would be like, oh, these, what are they leaving for? Yeah. You know, what do they know? Stop that, who's been in my house? Right. Yeah, right. So we put on. I got a spot. I, I got me a like, fly in the web. Mm-hmm. What does he say in Pulp Fiction when he like catches him? You know when uh, when when what's his name like the gimp when they, when yeah. they catch him? Yeah, I don't it's like some, there's a fly in the web. Or some something to that effect. We 
finally got out of there. We backed up out of there after about 25 minutes of like going through some different ideas that my buddy thought would, you know, and I was like, dude, just tell me you want the social distortion skeleton. He's like, no, because he could probably do that. And I'll probably be like, Hey, I'll do it. And I'll do it for you right now. So cheap that my buddy's like, I don't know how you could pass it up without offending him. So he's like, I had to give him some grandiose thing that was like out of this guy's, you know, I want some traditional Japanese and it needs to make sure that it follows traditional rules because, mm-hmm. you know, my girlfriend's family, uh, well, they're not Japanese. There's I don't know. I don't know any Japanese people. Do. Yeah. I actually, if I, I want some cool Nazi stuff, but let me really think about maybe incorporating that Nazi design with this Nazi design. Do you have ancient herbal incense? <laughs> so we got out of there uh, as fast as we could. That's but I, terrible. I, I, I thought I thought to myself, you know, again. If I could go back, because now my daughter, I have a tattoo with my wife's name. I have a tattoo with my son's name. And my wife's like, when are you going to tattoo for with our daughter's name on it? I'm like, never. Yeah, because I'm over it. You I'm never spending one more penny. on, And I have unfinished tattoos all over the place. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. It's not happening. I'm yeah, not doing it. Well, it's like, you, you you know, it burns hot for a minute. You really get into it, and then it burns out. But hey, hey, hey my manivation, think about this. You, you know how... I don't know if this qualifies, but go ahead. You know how they have like a facial recognition software and the FBI mm. can look through and see like part of a bank robber's face and put it through. What if you go in there with a tattoo? This obviously has to be a very high scale tattoo place, so it may not be an issue there. <laughs> but you, what if you go in there for a tattoo and you say, I want snap, crackle and pop, right? You just have this idea. You think it's going to be great. They run snap, crackle and pop through the machine they show you everyone else who's gotten that, and if they all look like a demographic or a type of person you never want to be, then you go, you know what? Thank you for showing that. You just saved me. But don't you think, aren't you the kind of guy that goes, if they were to tell you even one other person had that, you'd be like, I don't want that tattoo then. Yeah, well, this is not in the best interest of big tattoo. You know what? It's going to have to be. <laughs> it's going to have to be some software, like an app. Have you? There's an, it has to be an app that you do. Go, okay, like I want, I want to get... Um, uh, I want to get that tattoo of Mr. Miyagi. It'd be so great, right? And then you look through and you see a bunch of douchebags putting up two thumbs showing their Mr. Miyagi tattoos. You're right. gonna, and then you're going to have a come to Miyagi moment when you're going to go, you know what? It's going to co- sort of not. be like Jeep owners where you're going to have to go to a picnic, <laughs> you know, with other like-minded tattoo havers. You know, like when you buy a Jeep, then every year Jeep invites you to the Jeep owners picnic. Oh. You got what I'm saying there? I don't know. I just thought you said Jeep owners. No. I don't know what uh, that even know, means. Yeah, I don't either. That's why I was like, <laughs> like where's he gonna, going with this? Yeah, that's G-boners. That's going to be strange. Uh, yeah, where everybody's like, At, oh, dude, I got a red one. You got a red one? Do you have the little thing that uh, got the hook and the cable? They call it, I think, a winch. <laughs> you got that, like, you know, like in Jurassic Park when he crashes his Jeep or he tries to hook it up and then the thing sprays him in the face. You have one of those. And are, the guy goes, no. Are any of your tattoos <laughs> picked off a wall or, or picked off like one of those poster things? Have you ever just went in there and gone like, I'm not really sure what I want and go, mm. hey, give me that. You guys probably have a snake up there, right? I'll take that snake. What kind of snake is that? No, don't even tell me. Don't even tell me. Just put if, it on. Are there. any years like that? I, no, I haven't done a body no. scan, so uh-huh. I don't know what no. you what you got going on. But no, I've always wondered. I'm like, are you really that in? You're really that connected to, you know, whatever it is. Ride to live, live to ride. Yeah. That you need it tattooed. Like you found it on the. Like, I'm not really sure what I want to get, but I know today, 100%, it's my birthday and I'm getting a tattoo. Like, I want something. Yeah. And I know there's like 40 flashboards. So I'm sure there's something I could find that we could work with. There's got to be a sword up there somewhere. I just <laughs> want a tattoo of a sword. But you know what? There is, there's something. I know one person out of everybody that's gotten tattoos 
on a whim like that. Brock Lesnar? That's the one. That's the West Coast chopper. <laughs> no, like uh, uh, a buddy of mine, Sean Patwell, he has gotten tattoos on a whim or for a bet but or something like that, but he's done it with such reckless abandon that I respect it more. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> Everyone it's, has one of those buddies. Yeah, because it's not like... Like, oh, you just made a bet. Like, he made a, a bunch of them. Right. And he's so on front street. He's like, yeah, it's just a stupid. Like, it says tramp stamp on his lower back. Half is barbed wire, half is tribal. It's so obviously a joke that it's like, okay, like, that takes balls to do yeah, that. Yeah, but when the music stops, who's, I wouldn't you know what want I mean? those like, tattoos. You're the last maybe. guy at the bar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you you know that guy or gal who everybody else is sort of growing out of the bar scene? And they're the last one standing, oh, and it's yeah. just like, yeah, yeah. No one's there to laugh at your joke going, anymore. Still, well, that's the thing. Is yeah, you have to. When when the laughter has died down, you're still standing there with that tramp stamp, Mike. You know, and you don't have any more jokes. You but I, I, but I just he does it with such confidence that I go, all right. That you know, there's an exception to every rule, and that's you. Ben. When we were growing up. Um, earrings were were a big deal like everybody yeah. wanted that you were not cool unless you had an earring as a I dude remember. and uh my dad was like you will not like, no. you will not come in my house with that no. so my mom at claire's boutique you could get a magnetic earring oh no so we would oh, throw the magnetic no. on get uh, oh yeah oh no me and my brother both and whenever my dad wasn't around we'd pop the magnetic earring and it looked no. legit it looked legit I mean, unless you looked at the back oh of it, but I mean, you God. still have the, uh, but then it, I, I'm enough, glad you just took some of the heat off me. I'm I, always the one getting made fun when, of. When I, when I was 19 or so, my, my now wife, her mom and her pierced my ear, they, her mom and her stuck a sewing needle through my ear, gave me, I already had an earring on the lower part, but in the top of my ear, her oh. mom pierced the top of my ear with a needle, just shoved the it right top back, of your and ear. then put one of my wife's studs in there. What were you going to audition for 311? <laughs> and then I got a, <laughs> I, the back of my ear was infected so bad. No. And you can't put someone else's dirty earring in your ear. This can't happen. But I put a safety pin. My mother in law wanted me to have an earring there. I, she's like, you never know when Dawson's Creek's going to need an extra. <laughs> yeah, You're right. going to have to put that one at the very top. Oh, yeah. I put a safety pin right through. Yeah, uh, my ear. That. That's the only. Yeah, that's the only. I used to do it in the webbing between my. Uh, my oh, thumb and really? I... No, I. I just. My brother-in-law told me he's like because he had done it to him. He goes, "You put a potato behind your ear. It takes that pressure off. You yeah, just no, go right through into the potato." Uh, I didn't have a potato or something. I was like, you know what? What if I just don't put anything there? Well, because you could rip your ear if you don't. That's the whole point well, of having that the backing. Is I so, didn't understand it then, and because I barely it, understand think, it now. Think about if you're pushing a, a needle into your ear and there's there's just skin. It's the not going to go directly through. It's going to you're going to well, the, gonna your move. ear's going to move. So yeah. you need something behind it to hold your ear up forward uh, to put that back pressure. I just went straight through, and I was working at KFC at the time, and they're like, mm. "Yeah, you got to at least put a band." Yeah, they're over like, it. so I had a stupid band aid over my stupid safety pin in my dumb uh, ear, and uh, I did it for two days, and then I was like, I was like, "Yeah, this just ain't worth it." Like, this doesn't look. I even wore it to school one day because I was like, "Yeah, I just got to wait until it does something." And then I was like, "This is not." Whatever, however cool I think it's going to be, it's not worth it. Speaking of pins, I have to ask you this. Other than that, never had ears what, pierced. What's your shower routine? Do you shave in the shower? Hey, no. Uh, my face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yes. <laughs> Strictly ass shaving goes out of the shower. No, I uh, I shave my face once in a while in the shower, and every time I do, my face hurts terribly, and it's all yeah. erupted in awfulness. So, no. Do you loofah or bar soap? 
I switch it up depending on whatever's available. Well, how do you get to the middle of your back if you're not using a loof on a stick? I don't. Is it just neglected? Yeah, I just okay. don't care. So I use a loofah. Yeah. Dude, we've been over my hygiene. Well, it's like if I shower, consider yourself lucky. This almost never happens. Usually I have all, like at the gym, I have all, because of modesty, I have all of my stuff to change into in the bathroom, right? So my wife's bathroom is upstairs. Mine is here on, on the level we're at right now or my, my family room. Okay. And it's a half bath, you know, has just a shower stall. So I was getting ready to go out, uh, take my son out for our hangout night Friday and right or Saturday. And I come out and I'm like, you know what? Damn, I forgot my underwear and my undershirt. I'll just have to, you know, I, so I'm just going to grab a towel and run down into the basement real quick into the laundry room. And I know I got some stuff down there that's just got freshly dried. As I come out, my daughter and my wife are sitting watching TV. And so my back is to my wife and she goes, oh my God, you got it. You got the biggest zit I've ever seen on your back. Let me Snapchat it to you. What? I go, no. So she takes a picture of it. Snapchat it to you. And so she wants to show me what it looks like. She's like, it's postulating. It's it's enormous. a mirror? I go, just leave it. Just leave it. And I go, I don't want to deal with it. I go, I can't feel it. It's in that part of your back where you can't. And I go, I scrub it with a loofah, so I don't know what the deal is. Did you let her get at it? Now, I told you this. My wife has no need to ever help me. No need to ever, when I'm sick, to comfort me. When there's a zit to be popped, she is like a spider monkey shot out of a cannon. (laughs) And so she's chasing me. Why do women love doing this I don't know. She's chasing me. Now, I just have, now imagine this. I just have a towel that's just big enough to fit around me. I'm holding it with one hand. I'm trying to fight her off with the other hand as I try to run down the basement yeah. and grab my show, underwear. You're not trying to, you don't want your daughter to see when you do a roundhouse kick wearing just a towel. <laughs> so We've been I'm over t- now I'm yelling at her. I'm like, get off me. Stay away from me. Now, I, w- I was going to bring it down here. My wife, let her get, get at it. Man. My wife has a toolkit, all steel tools like a dentist would have. Loops with like tiny, real thin gauge metal that goes around the outside of your zit and you push the middle. I mean, it's it's what? it's something Dr. Mangala would have in, 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 in Auschwitz. Uh, this is the kind of, this is bad news. You're going to tell me so your secrets? I finally get upstairs. She's chasing me. My daughter's chasing her. And Why don't you just let her get at it? I don't, it hurts. Well, first yeah. of all, here's the thing. Until you, it, until you release the if, hounds, once if you, you get that sucker out, it's the best. If you have ever. a zit like on your face that you could reach, or on you know where mm. on your chin or whatever, yeah, and you're popping it yourself, you know, hey, here's the thing: I put this much pressure on it. If it hurts, I stop putting pressure on it. When somebody else is in control of your zit, they are just trying to mangle your zit, right? Yeah. They the don't care about pain is at zero the right. whole time. So this is the scene. I finally make it into the bedroom. I slam the door behind me. She comes through the door like as, and and the door, she shuts the door. No, she kicks the door. I'm in my towel. She forces me down on the bed. Like I'm bent over now, okay? And she's like, she's on my back. So if anybody, have you ever seen American Me? This is the most vulnerable you've ever been in your entire life. Have you ever seen American Me, the prison movie? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was like, don't look at my daughter came in. I was where's like, don't the, look at me. Where he's like, where's the party at? He goes, you are home. <laughs> my daughter came in. I was like, don't look at me. Look away. Get out of here. I'm ser- I swear. This big dude named Popeye runs in and goes, give me some chon chon. <laughs> she goes, my daughter's <laughs> screaming, stop, to my wife. I'm screaming, stop. My wife's laughing. She kids got don't this- know how to react. Kids dude, don't. They don't like anybody. I started with. screaming at the top of my lungs. Like, I was never been more angry. I'm like, get out of my room. Shut the door. Shut the door. My wife I said, is- get out of my room. Dude, my wife is on me. And I go, if anybody was to walk in right now, my dad's looking down from heaven. I don't know. My grandma's in heaven. I don't know. what. what this is bad. 
I'm yeah. screaming. My wife's behind me. I'm bent over. She's got, you know. It, Someone's just, calling you a cuck right now. <sighs> dude, it was rough. So then she keeps on doing it. And as she's pushing down on the zit, I'm pushing forward. So she cannot get the back pressure. So she every time she tries to push, I'm moving forward. It's she not letting her. She needed a potato. Mm. So then uh, I keep on telling her, I go, that's it. Enough. She goes, you're, you're being a baby. You're being a baby. I go, enough. So I'm standing up. I'm literally fighting her off. And then she comes in with this other, it was, it was a little metal hook with a pin on it, pin goes, on the top. Now tell me, Mr. Jones, what do you want my to talk son, about? My son comes in the room and I'm telling him, I go, I go, just get her away from, you know, get in between us. She's stabbing me. Like, it looks like the, like attack. She's trying to poke it. So much and I'm going, listen, uh, it's obviously a red, swollen, aggravated area that's ripe for the popping that doesn't need a pin jammed into it. So I get the pin from her, and I'm trying to and now I'm trying to hook stab her with this pin. I'm I, I, my kid. I'm, I'm swinging at everybody. Jesus God, Dude. man! Then she tells me, I said, just put a band aid over it and put some medicine on it. It'll be fine. Nah, man. She watches these doc, you know, Band-Aid doctor medicine, doctor pimple popper videos on Snapchat and uh, Dude, have Instagram. You ever, have you ever YouTubed people? Pop no, because it? it's disgusting. Dude, there is one where this guy. I think I've I've tweeted it out before. There's one where this guy has one in his face, and it is so like infected. the size of Hervé Villachez. Yes, it looks like one of those magic snakes that you burn, where the stuff just keeps uh, coming out of the. Mm-hmm. It just keeps. Why would you watch that? Same, I don't know. I don't know. I have because I just found out they were a thing. I watched them, and uh, it, because the amount of stuff they get out is so like I just cannot believe it. So I just have to keep watching it. Well, I either keep way, it's done. I was I know this. I guarantee you there have been pimples that have come and gone on my back that I have never known about and she has never known about yeah. and life has gone on. I'm like this. When you push and prod and stick things, you're going to get a staph infection. So get off of me. Did she never ever get So there's never the sweet, oh, she got the it. sweet release. No, she got it. Oh, it was great. sweet release for her. Yeah, for you too. No. Sure. Cuz it didn't hurt. There was no need for release. <laughs> I don't understand why she'd be trying to... The whole thing was emasculating. Well, I had to yell, my kids saw me in the most vulnerable... Now, remember when I told you... you over in a towel saying, please stop. They don't know what even was happening. Jeez, Do you remember when I told big, you I never saw my dad naked or um, anything even questionable? Yeah. My kids will probably... My son's 12. He will probably never get this out They've of his seen mind. seen parts of you now that you've never seen. <sighs> it was rough, man. <laughs> It was rough. Whenever and my wife, she's like, you know, always carrying around little tools to clean our ears out or my, my kids' ears. I don't want to. You need a mind. house of mirrors and a lot more innocence. To like see Bruce Lee at the end of uh, uh, Enter the Dragon. Yes. The Seven thousand mirrored room. That's what you need. I don't want to know what's going on behind me. Do you? No, I don't want anything going on behind me at all. Just give me some John Jones. I'm just saying. Do you want to know what's what's growing out of your back or what's? I mean. No, no, ignorance yeah. is bliss, and always, in, in every facet. But let me just say this. My wife has never, ever, in a million years, allowed me to touch a pimple on her, pop a pimple, squeak. not that I'd ever want yeah, to. Yeah, they won't let you do it to them. No, but I'm like, you know what, next time I'm doing it to you, fine, whatever. Yeah, so, okay. But she, you can never lose an arm wrestling match in front of her. You can never not be the toughest guy in the room, yet you're okay with her hearing you scream out in pain. I wasn't okay with it. I had no other choice. What was it supposed to do? Roundhouse kick. We've been over this. A windmill <sighs> kick. Crane kick. I have a feeling I would kick her right through the siding. She'd be in the front. That's <laughs> how bad it was. Good God, man. I, I, I can't believe that was such an ordeal. That is, yeah, no, it was bad news. That's insane, dude. But with that being said, um, 
there were some great fights this weekend. I know we only have a couple seconds left, but there was probably the knockout of the year. Uh, David Lemieux knocking out uh, Curtis Stevens. Oh, good guy. He knocked him into April, dude. <laughs> he was out-out. Out. Like, remember when Pacquiao yeah. got knocked out and people were like, I think he's dead. Yeah, no. He, like, there's some serious concern here. Asleep. A hundred percent unkind. Not just like, oh, he's yeah. Like you, not not you knocked him out, and or not you knocked him down. And he's not sure where. Did he's you just at. see my Twitter thing, yeah, or I did just you saw see the highlights? <laughs> it was a highlight. Well, it was funny because one of our uh, our friends on Twitter, uh, he said, "Hey, how much would it? How much would you charge to take a, a David Lemieux shot?" And I was like, 10 grand a shot. Ten grand per hit. Ten grand, man. There is no way. And again, we've had this conversation where people go, hey, "Wait, what would you? You know, how how much would it cost you?" I'm talking you if you talk about like me putting my hands in the back of my head and letting this dude take a body shot, hundred grand for one. Oh. I'm I'm talking about if you're saying what kind how would it take a shot, meaning I get my best defense and he still hits me, ten grand. Yeah, is each shot like a reload? Or are we talking about like a flurry? No, I'm talking about because I might go numb, and then a couple of them I might not feel, and that those couple that I didn't feel that pays my house. I'm I'm saying the the ones you're seeing. I guess we're talking about the ones you're seeing in the highlight video that he lands. You get one just of those. those haymakers, just one of those, like in, re- in the liver, and then reset, and then another one. <laughs> I don't. Well, you'd never do. I always tell one. people that you know when they go like, hey, you know, would you would you take a punch from Mike Tyson? Would you take a punch from David? Lew- who whoever it is, these people, you understand that they punch. 12 hours a day, eight hours a day, whatever it is, every day, all day long, they punch a bag with either water or, or rock, concrete, you know, like old heavy yeah. bag stuff. That's all they do. Also, they're genetically superior. Yeah. Like, these are just huge dudes. There's a lot of people that punch all yeah, day. Yeah, and, and most and of us- knock those people out. Most of us are sacks of monkey crap who are soft. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so, not, no. Not Especially after Everybody this pimple else. thing, dude. I'm going to have to move it up to, like, 40 grand because- dude. I mean, hey, that was, I don't know. You're going to have to come back with something extra hard, <laughs> an extra masculine next week. I mean, I don't know what it's going to be. We'll have to see. That is episode 147 of the Hammer Man podcast. Later.
give me some John John. <laughs>